Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. First episode of this amazing uh, concert we're going to start doing here in the studio uh, in Lisbon. Welcome, my good friend, Umek. <laughs> Welcome, I'm very good, man. Thank you for taking the time. Literally yeah, for ar sure, for sure. arrived in Lisbon straight from the airport. Exactly. To the, I didn't even shower, didn't change nothing. Bam! <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate course, it. So, yeah, basically, you know, I wanted to start doing this podcast so we can just have I said a little bit of everything, like literally no boundaries. Just, you know, have a good time, have a good sure, chat. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. So basically, the first thing I kind of like wanted to go for is to talk a little bit about you, man. Like, I know... You started doing music in back in '93, right? I yeah, saw. Yeah, um, I actually started to make music even earlier, but we did it in um, a four-channel screen tracker. Uh -huh. It is an eight four-channel eight-bit program. Okay. And we actually sampled from cassettes that okay. we recorded on a satellite radio station where we were listening to DJs like Carl Cox, uh, DJ uh, Tala Kilopussy. Uh, Wish Doctor, all this stuff, and then we just could sample like all these small, tiny pieces. Uh -huh. And then we, I was lucky, lucky enough that two of my friends that I had a band uh -huh. called Mousetrap back back in the days. You had a band back in the, the band, days. Yeah, like band, you know, like okay. three of us. There were okay. three, and yeah, so they were like uh, computer freaks. They still are. You okay. know? Shout out <laughs> well, like, to like them. all of us, you know, <laughs> still, right? yeah. <laughs> but like they were doing stuff like really programming deep. You know, okay. I didn't understand anything what they were doing, but I was literally sitting there with them for 12 hours a day and days and we were just doing this funny music really bad quality what and what kind of music was hardcore that? hard trends techno like all this stuff uh, we when i started uh, in Slo imagine slovenia two million people is seen is not existing like no way you could go into a certain genre at that point mm -hmm. so i was doing uh, trends hard trends rave techno all this stuff uh, so this was around 93 back in, in yeah, yeah 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 it's even it's even before but 93 uh, i think we bought our first sampler a mm -hmm. s 900 um and then um i think we i released under name umek my first record in 96 probably mm -hmm, mm -hmm. probably under umek under at umek, that time. yes okay i okay. had another vinyl with mousetrap but i wouldn't count it because it was our label you know so like mm -hmm. i don't know who cares okay okay yeah, okay yeah. makes sense makes sense <laughs> okay i, I want to know something because so i started djing when i was 14 and this was back in 2009 and I remember exactly how the scene was back then like the artists that I really liked the music that I was playing back in the days I was playing a lot of house tech house a little bit of techno and the labels that I really liked for instance I was really into tool room for instance like Fedelegram back in the days Mark Knight Funk Agenda as well I really like that stuff so like when you started do you remember how the scene was back then like 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 of can you tell me i'm curious man like i want to know like that. there was no scene <laughs> like was... literally no scene okay uh, i did a, as well um a radio show um with a friend of mine alf he okay. actually is the guy who gave me the first chance to dj so he invited me to do this radio show in a radio station we were playing hardcore music mm -hmm. from midnight till two zero listeners I guess, you know, it's yeah. like, imagine like midnight and you go like 200, 180 BPMs, all this stuff. So it was that hard. But it was that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, huh? honestly, I was young, uh, searching for the energy. So yeah. I kind of relate to, to the scene that it's actually growing so crazy faster and faster right now. I yeah. do relate because I, I'm too old to kind of, yeah, to, to get it completely. But I remember when I was young, mm -hmm. I, it was all about the energy and the speed. 
So yeah, to go back, basically, then we started uh, this um, techno night uh, in Palma, and again there in, was in, no in, people in, in Palma, Ljubljana. Mallorca. No, it's Palma. It's called Club. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, okay, club where I would be surprised yeah, if it was yeah, actually no, Mallorca. No, I was no, like, no. okay, I wasn't expecting. I was that. about yeah, 17 or 17 years old. Okay, but that time, so um, yeah, this is when I went professional, uh -huh. and it was super hard. No crowd or nothing, so I had to build everything from from scratch, well, literally. We had to build everything from 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 the beginning. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was fun, but fucking hard. Yeah, like, I can really imagine. Hard, I can really imagine. Hard. Were you playing? Okay, so when do you start to build the Umex sound and project properly? Where you wanted to go? Like, okay, I know this is what I want to do musically, and I'm gonna try to go in this direction. Or did it happen naturally? No. So I still remember what changed it. He changed uh, um, um, a track, uh, actually. A record from Surgeon on Downwards, and when I heard that record in '95, I was like, "What is that?" And then the color of my heart completely changed. Um, I went from like playing trans, hard trans, all this ravey stuff, mm -hmm. into complete like dark underground techno. Okay, it was what, a crazy what BPM switch. range was that at that time? One forty. One forty. One forty. Okay. And uh, there was a Birmingham sound, very popular at the time, mm -hmm. very dark, and uh, I liked it a lot. So I said, okay, I'm going to forget what I was doing till now. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do from uh, from then on. And then oh. obviously I changed my style quite a lot of times because I spent a lot of time in the studio mm -hmm. and um, I get bored. And then your your mind starts thinking and thinking and trying different things, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I, yeah. And I did some mistakes. I see it now as a mistake, so I guess I would do it all over, you know, again. Yeah. Because I'm a curious person. You know? that, that's that's where my next question is going to be. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I want to ask you, which one do you think has been the worst year that you can remember? Like, the worst moment that you can remember? But, of course, this means that you can also obviously learn something from that. You know, you always learn from mistakes. But I want to yeah. know which one you feel like it was your, you I mean, know. it's it's kind of funny because it's a moment that a lot of people loved and I loved it back then. And I don't want to say, you know, is that a bad moment? But like now it's shown as a bad moment. But again, I would go back and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. It was actually when I turned from techno to tech house and this more commercial sound. Yeah, um, I, I, I remember... Yeah. Years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah some, two, some records. 2013, I guess, uh -huh. 10, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I was enjoying it every single time. I enjoyed going going in the studio and do these bits, you know, because yeah. uh, I'm a curious person. Um, but um, what I did now is for not to not being carried away. I just don't listen to, to, to different stuff anymore. Okay. Because, okay. for example, I do love Melodic House and all this stuff that's mm -hmm. going on. It's actually some of the things are groundbreaking. And I know, I know for a fact that if I would go in, into that folder and start buying that, you know, it would affect my, my sound yeah. too much. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm on purpose yeah. not going there, yeah. you know, no, trying it, not to. It makes sense, you know, because sometimes you just have to, like, for your profile, for what you really want to do, you have to be careful. You have to be like this. But maybe for your own personal taste, you're like, I could do this, I could do that. But then you need to think what actually works for, yeah. for your brand, for your profile, so people don't get confused, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's that, that that's my that's my point. I'm a little bit afraid. Um, that I'm gonna be carried away. It's that simple, you know. Because it's always like if something is interesting, I go that way. Uh -huh. I know a lot of people will say, "Why don't you?" It's just like I don't know. It's I my colors are techno, you yeah. know, and I wanna I wanna stick to that. Yeah, I don't wanna be 
Um, yeah, bought it too much by, by yeah, yeah. Uh, bought it. It's, it's a strong word, but I don't well, want to be uh, distracted. Yeah, distracted yeah, yeah, of course. No, I mean, this happens to me as well, you know, because I listen to so much music and I see everything that's out there, new producers, new music, and there are some sounds and directions that I really like, but then I'm like, okay, let's try to be a little bit careful because I want people to understand my thing and not confuse them in the way, you know? So I think it's important to have a yeah. red line and also like really respect a little bit your your boundaries, I think, right? To like not get too much outside of the way, right? I think I think it's like that, you know, it depends on what kind of person you are. If I'm in interested in something, I go all in, you mm -hmm. know? I could at least go and do alias and not go all in, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, kinda yeah. Experiment. Fill up my needs, you know, yeah. in that. Uh, and But now I go all in and I change exactly. and I fuck up things. <laughs> exactly, man. Well, now let's talk about the, the, the very good things. I see about 13 number ones on Bitport. <laughs> Yeah. How do you do it, man? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, this happens. It's something that you have no control when you have a number one. You just keep going. But I mean, yeah, there, there are these periods where you have this certain hype and people trust you and they go, they love like, let's say, five releases, like really crazy. Mm -hmm. They support you. And then just the flow is there, you know, yeah. and then yeah. and then obviously you kind of get uh, people get tired of the certain sound you have. So you need to switch at that one point, especially not for them, but especially for me. Mm -hmm. And then, so then the tracks are not all the same. Exactly, exactly. And obviously then it's always like, it goes like that up and down, up and down. And then, you know, I kind of always kind of go step or two back to jump even, even further. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this was the, the thing that I was doing for all these years, not on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's just the That's way what it I is. was saying. Like, it just happens, obviously. Just obviously, happens. quality is the thing that matters the most exactly. in the tracks. I feel like nowadays we're just talking about it, how important it is as well to try to create unique concepts for tracks so they stand <clears> out <throat> even more, right? I feel like the big tracks um, nowadays have like strong concepts behind. That's why we're looking always for like, you know, interesting like loops, vocals, and hooks and things like that to make those tracks a little. A bit more more outstanding right i, I think. mean as you see right now it's all about these hip-hop vocals which i yeah. think it's uh it's slowly it will slowly die out there's just yeah. my, my my thing yeah i was saying the same thing about the rolling bass and it's still here you know yeah, so yes yeah, so i might to judge you know exactly. good track is good track and i actually have some <laughs> rap vocal yeah. tracks come coming out but i think yeah it's always about this new thing and obviously the one who's going to find a formula to make a fresh thing, yes, exactly. sounding amazing. That's exactly. that's that's you know who's going to uh, reap the best uh, mm -hmm. uh, success. Exactly. I guess that that's a thing, and I'm always looking into new stuff. And I'm actually again now working on a lot of a lot of out of the box uh, stuff right mm -hmm. now. Out of the box, telling saying that not that I that was not done before, mm -hmm. but not in the form of what I'm doing right now. Okay. I okay. think uh, a lot of people are going to be a little bit shocked, mm -hmm. but if well, it's if, always good to you know surprise people, I, I think it's gonna they're gonna be shocked in a good way. You okay. know, it's just like what you know, what's that? You know, yeah. Um, but then again, that? I have a lot of things in my computer. Yeah. And then maybe right now I'm I'm betting on one track. Then in in three weeks I'm just gonna say, bah, I'm gonna put that, it on that this. Happens, you know? That happens. Yeah, you know, that happens. We have to clear out some tracks on the way all the time. Of but course, I'm super of excited. Course, I'm a, I still like a kid. You know, just uh, you know pressing the knobs right now when I was. Uh, flying over here, mm -hmm. I was working on a, in on the first flight in a in a in a launch uh, and on the second flight. You mm -hmm. know, so I did 
five, six hours of music today while I was traveling. Because you're able to work in yeah, music yeah, on yeah. the road. We, we, because, you know, we talk about it sometimes and, you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah, on, yeah. On, on the road working. And so basically you're able to put ideas together on the road and then you go back to your studio and that's where you finish the stuff, right? So basically I, I could, I could finish on my headphones uh, up to 95% of the track. Mm -hmm. Then I could, would go back in the studio and then I would get like, a proper ratio of bass and a kick and I would I wouldn't I wouldn't hear on headphones some stuff yeah, especially exactly. on the low or like really high top end mm -hmm. um so like I, I could finish 95% uh, of the track on my on my headphones okay okay yeah, okay yeah. cool 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 do you so okay two questions I want to ask basically the first one is do you try to listen to other music other genres other stuff to kind of like get influence for your stuff, do you try to do that or do you just try to like, okay, I don't really care too much about that. I just like listen mostly to what's out there, the techno tracks that are performing well and <clears throat> kind of like that. Do you do that a little bit or? Um, right now it's always, it's always changing. Like the, the music style, the music production, I used to just do the beats first. Now I, I go to a melody uh -huh. and then it's going to change. Um, right now I am searching into Umek 15 20 years ago okay let's see what 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 uh, what's gonna happen you know? okay okay uh, so I'm gonna mix the old school with the new school uh-huh this is what I'm doing right now I don't know what the formula is gonna be or uh -huh. if it's gonna work or not but what I hear right now it's pretty damn good okay good 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 <laughs> but I mean, you never know you yeah never know. I mean I realize that nowadays there's not really like boundaries anymore I feel like the whole sound is opening up so much and in the techno game you see more yeah. commercial tracks coming in new artists like everything is getting like it's losing a little bit like maybe the rules that were a little bit like years back so it's still here of course but do you think it's like there's less rules and you're able to like play a little bit more around the whole thing uh, without no. being judged too much you no, think no i think the rules are still here yeah just you and me are in the scene where uh, we are commercial mm -hmm. in in a, in in a, in a certain way well prob commercial not as a billboard pop songs but yeah in, it's a, the friendly yeah, side of it yeah it, it's just the way it is yeah, i yeah, actually yeah. i love to be here yeah, you know yeah. so don't get me wrong yeah but the dark uh, techno side is still there with all the rules mm -hmm. you cannot do this you cannot do that you can't do that can't mm -hmm. do that and basically uh edm dying and bringing fresh new names in in our scene I think this is the reason why boundaries are there to be broken or mm -hmm. to jump across. Mm -hmm. So as you see, a lot of big names are now playing uh, this kind of techno. And obviously, you know, it's kind of, it's getting more and more and more commercial. Yeah. It's just yeah. the way it is. But you definitely need to follow steps. Of course, you need to gain the respect of the industry. You need to do things right. It's not like no. in one day. No. I mean, I can talk a little bit about that because I went through a really, really strong transition, you know, coming from a completely different sound that I was doing years ago. And when I did it, the first thing that I wanted to keep in mind for the chain was to do it right step by step. You know, we've talked during my whole transition and we've had this, you know, great, you know, communication. And you know that my only thought in my head was to do things right, not rush it. Of course, everything will respect doing things. So people, my main thing was to gain the respect of everyone around and not rush things. No, I want to make this song to for this and that, just to like do things right. It you know? takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Obviously. It happened uh, the same, not the same, but similar thing to me. While I went to uh, when I went to Tech House and this more commercial sounding coming back 
Yeah, it was tough. I can't even even with yeah. all this, um, yeah. you know, rich yeah. history that I have, uh, still to this day, there's a lot of DJs, producers yeah. that will never recognize me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, give me the benefit of the doubt, and you know, um, they, they will just they, they'll just not. You know, it's it's just the way it is. Exactly. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Totally, I do. Totally. I really do. I mean, as well for 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 Hilo, you know, he's doing incredible at the moment. But it took him. A reasonable amount of years, I don't know, two, three, four years to, more. or more, even more, 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 to more. get it properly there. Yeah, and then yeah. Adam starts supporting his stuff yeah, yeah. with the releases, and it, it takes time to do it right. It takes time. Uh, Oli does an amazing job, you know, as you say, it takes years to, you know, to, to, to come to this scene and uh, get a deserve, uh, uh, you get um, respect exactly. that, that you deserve. But yeah. it seems like for him it happened overnight. No. No, no, of course not. No, he did imagine like this, uh, what's the CCN's label, Octopus. Uh -huh. His big track was over there. I was playing it like crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a huge, huge track and just didn't take off. And after two, three years, yeah. you know, people went back catalog and started seeing what he was doing. These amazing tracks and yeah, it just takes time. Yeah, yeah, of it course, of course, of course. A of long course. time usually. Definitely. Um, I want to ask you something, man. What do you think? Okay. Uh, do you have like any uh, drink collaboration? And what I mean by this is not a collaboration that necessarily needs to be in the techno game, but an artist that you would be like, okay, I think I can collaborate with that artist. It can be a singer. It can be some anything um, that that you would like to try something out. You know, um, I, I know what you mean. Uh -huh. uh, a lot of people have their dream collab. I don't. Uh huh. For me, it's just for me, it's like, hard as well to answer that question. It's very hard because I have people that I like, but I'm like, well, I don't really know how to choose someone like on know, the spot. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. The call up happens or doesn't happen. It's it's that simple. Exactly. Um, I got I got a lot of requests from big artists, which I said no. I got I asked people who said no to me. Yeah. So it's just the it's, it's just it is what it is. I think we should forget about the ego. At least I do. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, yeah. I don't care. I would love to do stuff with some people, mm -hmm. but if they don't feel like it, what can I do? Of course. So yeah. basically, I just do collabs with with people that I that I enjoy. So that might be my friends. It might be I got sent a demo. Um, I can tell you a story for Matteo Vitanza. Mm -hmm. So basically, send me a track with uh, of um, of the Moby one. He sent me a track. Um, how well, me and my memory? What's the name <laughs> of the track? Uh, recently released. You played too. Anyway, so it's okay. We'll, we'll check in a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so he sent me a track which I really loved, and then I was thinking, okay, he needs to do a better mix, a little bit better arrangement, and then I was thinking to him, okay. Can you do? Can you upgrade a track? Or the other idea is I step in, uh -huh. and he really liked the idea, and then it took me one year to make a perfect version of it, and I have seven different versions of that track. Uh -huh. I usually give up after two or three takes. I just give up. I, I don't have, yeah. I don't have energy anymore with this yeah. one. Seven or maybe even eight yeah. versions, and then finally it sounded like I wanted, and it happened. So. And don't you think when you try to do so many versions, like the good tracks for me happen when I just make two versions or three versions. Those are the best ones. It means the first version. Right? Like I really hate to do second one. Yeah. So imagine this. I was like, I I was, I almost quit like, I don't know, yeah, probably a few times before. I yeah. said, no, 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 this is too good of a sample not not, not to, to do it. Uh -huh. And yeah, it took me a year. And okay. finally the last version we 
really liked it and released uh -huh. it. You know? Cool. Yeah, no, but it's interesting, man, because for me, like, for instance, Change the Sun, it happened in like two, actually one version. It was like on the spot. And the tracks that usually lay around the most, they go through different versions. And then I think when the track turns out good, it's like in the first versions. That's at least what I think, you know? I yeah. mean, for me, the workflow is like that. I kind of, though, I almost never give up until it's perfect. You know what I mean? I, at least it's 100% of what I can do with that track and then mm -hmm. it can be on a hard disk. Exactly. But then it's just like, uh -huh, okay, I don't know what to do anymore. I did uh, everything I can. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. It just doesn't sound as, as, as good as I would want. Exactly, to. exactly. Could you tell me your three favorite pl plugins right now that you're using to create something that it's like popping for you? Like I should bring the laptop. Just maybe like three that comes to your head. That... Um, so basically, yes, uh, definitely the Clipper. Okay. Um, like the free version one, you can buy. I mean, you can buy the really cool one. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, um, yeah, it's this is how I get my level up, not to not to to have a distorted distorted sound. Mm -hmm. Then obviously I couldn't live without uh, Serum. Okay. Likewise, uh, I love it. I mean, yeah. everybody does. And I even, yeah. it's so funny because now it's an old synth, you know? Yeah. It's an old synth, but still, it's something that I feel comfortable with. Like it's, yeah, it's in my heart. So it's always, I go there. Yeah. Okay. I recently bought a Simplant 2. Simplant 2. Uh -huh. I had a first version, which is interesting, but I didn't dig in yet. Uh -huh. um, Do you usually make sounds from scratch or you try to go for presets and tweak them and, and try to... I go from presets, but then sometimes I come up with a preset and when I change it, it doesn't doesn't sound anything like it sounded yeah, before. Yeah, exactly, of course. So I try course, to, to tweak it. Sometimes I go from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I sometimes I just sit down and I make sounds for the whole day, mm -hmm. put it in, a, in my bank and, and it's there. Uh, what you, the, you, you save a lot of sounds, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, then the the one that I really like is from IK uh, IK Media, the mastering machine. Is it the five something? Third five, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. The yellow thingy. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that does a miracle to, to yeah. the tracks. Yeah, that's miracle. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so cool. that would be that would be something that I that I use. Okay, I'll try to steal that. Maybe that one, yeah, <laughs> that one is a game changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, what I really like lately is, is when transient designers. Uh -huh. different ones okay it's like it can be like almost any transient designer just to uh add um uh transient to the kicks okay what i would do with the kick for example i would uh get a sample uh -huh. you can actually sample it from i don't know from bitport track mm -hmm. or you can sample it from a sample pack i would go i would uh make three layers out of that kick mm -hmm. and then i would shorten the the high part if there has like this the noises inside i would yeah. really cut it uh short and then I would go to transient designer and, and I tweak would, that. Yeah. I use the same thing, yeah. and I use three quick kick drums usually as well with isotope. I cut frequencies, and I usually layer to to make sure they're they're right. I'm really picky with with kick drums. Um, okay, this is something that I'm really curious. I want to ask every person that comes here because I'm a really I'm a big nerd when it comes to record box. Okay, and I'm crazy about listening to music. I listen to so much music, man, melodic, techno, techno, house, everything. I collect music. So how do you usually like, first of all, collect music? Because I think you probably collect a lot of music because you've been in the game for so long. I still buy vinyls, for example. That's amazing. That's like, and, but you collect them in your house, right? But like, yep. yeah, yep. obviously. Yep. But 
in your in your laptop how do you so how do you collect the music how do you usually put it together in your record box and also how do you usually prepare for shows like how, what's your approach on this stuff so i go to beatport at least once uh, a week go through promos and i that's the first filter obviously to to buy and, and check the new promos i uh -huh. put it in the folder then there's a second filter that I go through, uh -huh. and the best ones they go to uh, record box, mm -hmm. and then I go through track, track by track, and then I compare it to the other ones, mm -hmm. and then I see, and then it's like the third filter is what stays in my in my set. And um, do you try to save all your tracks in record box as library, and then you create certain playlists, or I just put them in? Okay. Then, like for today, I play one hour and fifteen minutes. I call the sprint folder. Okay. So today is nothing. I'm not gonna invent anything new. So just it's just playing. like new, three, four new tracks banging once. Plus the big thing that I'm playing right now. Exactly. Because so like, for an hour and a half, you can't really like do too much. Like you just play the tracks that you like right now. I mean, even though my my sets that I like the most are two hours long, mm -hmm. I always feel that there's a proper combination of new new stuff with the tracks that I love. Uh, three hours super. If I would play more, then I would need to go into different modes mm -hmm. start slower yeah more more mellow and then then build it build it yeah. would you build it from here to here or would, would, you, or would you go would. like this no i would i to i kind of hate going up and then down make you the vibe a little bit that's probably right? for that you need eight hours i guess yes you know exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because i've played a few long sets i did eight hours <laughs> in uh, both sides in germany uh when i do that i don't just play techno so i would start from like deep house a little bit more techy then i go to techno then i go for melodic try to build in different ways uh but actually one of my favorite my biggest and favorite things to do honestly is to play long sets right okay. so during covid times i was doing a lot of the want to say covid times but we were like not really able to go to clubs i was doing parties in my house and i was doing seven eight hours and, really? I, and I love it yeah, yeah yeah like i love long sets you know I, and i love improvising that's why i have a hard time <laughs> preparing for sets because i have to like prepare stuff and then i'm like man i don't even know what i'm gonna play I right mean, improvising by you know what what what, what i want to say is like i feel music as an energy yeah and for me it's the most important is that uh there's uh, this co co con constant constant uh, cohesive uh, the word uh -huh. so basically i want to sound similar to two hours okay so that's my point so I don't want to fuck it up with a with a track which maybe I like but has a really bad sound. I'm not going to put it in 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 a, in a, in a set mm -hmm. because maybe a good track doesn't maybe a good track destroys your set because there is a story to tell of two hours or exactly. three hours. Mm -hmm. And then so basically a track that I really like I cannot you know play it in those two hours. I could maybe play it just as the last track mm -hmm. or maybe prepare. The certain mood to that track so maybe the energy i would go down just a little bit in energy of the power of the track so prepare it for that mm -hmm. but i rather not for me it's like i want to have mixed two hours of not changing yeah as which much makes as so much sense because in in techno uh what i do i mean uh because when i play 99 percent of my sets i want to make sure that my sets make sense so when i play when i prepare i just prepare a certain thing that makes sense for me right 
of course, I'm not going to stick to it, but I know I have my starting point. I have my final point and I have like a certain thing. I know where I'm going to go and I'm able to skip tracks. Okay, this doesn't fit because for me, it's important to be like, okay, if it doesn't match to the vibe, I'm not going to play where even if I have it on my on my set list, you know, that's pretty much how I approach it. So yeah. I like improvising a little bit too, Why you know, not? like it's it's just like i just i've always i've been a, a real dj my whole life you know and something that i've hate and one of the reasons why i decided to change my entire career was because i wanted to actual dj and you know in in in, in, in other sound in other in other stuff yeah, know. you're not you're not actually man you're not actually doing what you're supposed to do as much you I know, know what you mean i know exactly we work it now i mean right now when i'm djing i love it because i'm i have my djs where i'm throwing samples then i have two tracks and play acapellas with the rmx so i'm i feel like i'm building stuff when i'm playing back in the days you know it's a different thing but you're yeah. just yeah. doing a little bit of mixing to tracks I, right I, I feel you. I yeah, yeah 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 what, what you mean i used to do 12 hour sets as well yeah on vinyl i loved it but honestly i would literally they would take they would need to take me into the hospital yeah. if i would do 12 hours i after all, sure. after four hours my my bag is killing me. It's yeah, like we're just sitting on the chair like yeah. did you like this, yeah, right? Kinda, <laughs> I would do it. I would do long sets. Yeah. Uh, let's say uh, I would do in West Coast uh -huh. of America because then okay. I would sleep. Let's say till I don't know four o'clock in the morning, and then I would do like a long. Okay. Because that's like early morning, you know, in Europe. You, you would wake up. I would, you of know. Of course, because 4 a.m. is like, it's, depends, 10, 11, 12 in yeah, Europe. So yeah, you do a breakfast and then you can, you can play. So then it's, it's not So you're fresh, but you're like in breakfast mode, exactly. right? Yeah, or yeah, I, yeah. Would do, I would do long sets in, in Europe during the afternoon. Uh, during, uh, the afternoon. Uh -huh. I did these uh, events in Slovenia for ten, 10 years where I played from 4 till 12, something like that. 4 p.m. until yes, midnight. Until midnight, eight oh, hours. Wow. That was in, there was not a problem. It was perfect. Of course, of course, of and, uh, course. Yeah, I'm getting old, man. It's, it's, no, it's, you're not, uh, man. You're I mean, on point, man. You're on your prime time right now, man. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. It's it's kind of... Touring-wise, it gets exhausting, yeah, 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 of especially course. Especially because I'm still afraid of flying, you know. it's. Uh, I didn't know that, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ah. I, had, uh, I had so many panic attacks with, with, oh. with flying. Ah, like shit. Is it okay? Is it better now? It is much better, but when there is a turbulence, I almost shit my pants. You know, it's it is still, you know, now. Yeah. You know, Wednesday going to America again, second time this year. Okay. So I kind of, when I see you, Morton, Space 92, like, where yeah. the f how the fuck yeah. do you do this? Yeah. Well, like, honestly, I like, I, I don't know how yeah. to do it. I have to say, I get more tired than when I was 17, 18. I'm 28 now. When I was playing in like everywhere as well, when I was 17, I was actually being able to drink most of the time I was playing. I was fine the next day and I will be able to do it right now. I'm completely different. So Jim is with me every day, like working out is essential because if I don't, I really feel bad. I feel like shit, you know? So I try, whether it's cardio, doing anything, but just moving your body when you're touring is amazing. Second, doing ice baths, which is what Morton told me, is basically you put a bunch of ice in, in a bathtub. This is amazing for your body because what it does sometimes with your jet lag and you don't feel your body, you're like, I'm so tired, I don't even feel my face. You do that <laughs> and it, it literally like wakes the fuck out. I tried like, a few times cry chamber when you go to oh, yeah, minus yes. 70 or something, Yes, I yes, know. I know that, I know wow, that. that was a Have crazy you tried response. that? Yeah, a few times. I wanted to just run out of to it. To run out, right? Yeah, and... It's just like, 
punch the window. He used to punch his in and he just yeah. walked, ah, I want to go out. But, but that's I the think. thing. That's what Morton was telling me when he came to, to my place. He was like, the shock that that creates in your body when you do it, it's so strong that it creates so many good things for your body. So yeah. one advice I try to tell people around me is try to do that, working out. Um, try to what I do. I actually take sleeping pills on flights because I don't really sleep well, but I need to rest on planes. So I don't love taking sleeping pills because I don't, I don't, I, I don't need it when I sleep normally in my place. But for traveling, it helps me because then I get my rest. You know what I mean? I I do that. Everyone has I, their own tricks, but because I don't do drugs, I don't drink um, uh, caffeine, I don't drink alcohol, I don't do nothing. So basically, if I take even melatonin. Mm -hmm. I'm fucked up for the next day. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe that's. Uh, it, it could be. Yeah. I don't know. Like people are laughing when I yeah. say it. Like melatonin. What? You know? And I. I wouldn't even feel that, I think. If, <laughs> uh, nobody does except me. I'm like yeah. a, a pussy, a small child. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't, you don't take it yeah, as much. So, yeah. so for me, it's kind of, wow, what the fuck is going yeah. on? So I hate sleeping pills because then the next day I can I can do. If you, it depends on. Yeah. It can be like you I'm, feel slow. And I'm yeah. not that kind of a guy that kind of yeah. relaxes that way. Yeah. I yeah. Really yeah. Hate it. I don't, I don't, so I stopped drinking caffeine. I used to love coffee. I don't drink caffeine. Only drink a little bit of caffeine when I work out, but I never do it during the day. Like I feel more calm and I try to take it out because my head is always thinking very fast, right? Literally, like I'm always thinking. So if I drink coffee, my head is on like a thousand. You know what I mean? I had, um, uh, yeah, touring and stuff. I, the last tour I was uh, in States, I had three gigs, like Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I actually had a hangover on, on Sunday. I remember how a uh, hangover looks like. And you, now you, you, ha you had a hangover? I had a hangover. Okay. I, didn't, I, drink, I didn't drink a zip of uh, alcohol. You didn't? It's, an, it's a natural okay, hangover okay, now. Okay, okay. It's like I felt uh, like shit. Of, I, because I, of how tired you get. Yes, I was yeah. craving like shitloads of sugar, yeah. carbo, carbo, yeah. carbohydrates. Yeah. It's like, wow, well, give me fat, give me all this stuff. Yes. Like I, I, I couldn't move. Yeah. I was in bed the whole yeah. day. How many shows in a row you did? Three. There's three, not a yeah. lot. Three, no, but, it's, it's, nothing, but, man. but still, like, I, I know what you mean because I like giving my 100% and feeling good when I'm playing. <laughs> when I'm doing shows back to back, slowly you start to feel in a little bit like this. So that's why I would not drink if I have shows in a row. And I don't go to to club before the gig, and uh -huh. I don't stay after. You literally smash go, it and go like a baby. But okay, you don't, you don't drink, right? I don't drink. Okay. Then okay after three gigs. Yeah, because it's it's intense, it's intense. But you know, so so far so good, right? So far yeah, so yeah. good. So I mean, far, I so love good. those two, three, four hours on the stage. Yeah, absolutely. Adore. I'm addicted to it. You know? Yeah, let's, you let's you, you still love it, right? Of course. Yeah, there's there's nothing like that. I I think we are all stage yeah. junkies. We are addicted to it, man. Because when I wasn't, none of us were playing during COVID times. Um, I was feeling empty as hell because I, I just wanted a DJ. I don't care if you will put me on a, on a corner at a restaurant anymore. I just wanted to, to DJ, you know? So that's a little bit the... Yeah, I think on a subconscious level, even if you don't want to admit it, and, and I didn't want to admit it for a long time, we are junkies like this. We uh, really are, Ego, man. adrenaline yeah, junkies yeah, yes. for... And all the attention that we get, we, we get, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, of course. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it is, it really is. Um, <laughs> if you could delete, remove one kind of, one genre, what would it be? It's not about offending or disrespect. It's just something that you don't like at all. I, I know what I don't it's like. Actually, the most thing that I had it was dance in 90s. The thing that it's coming back right now. Okay. It's... It's just uh, these are the tracks that I hated the most. Like, in terms, 
Okay, I'm trying to... CNC Music Factory, okay. uh, Captain Jack, okay, okay, all okay, this okay, stuff. This okay. is the stuff that I hated from okay. the bottom of my heart. Okay. And there's obviously the reason, because I was in my darkest mood of my life. Uh-huh. So this is what I hated the most. And one when I, when I hear that yeah. stuff to be remixed, I kind of ask myself, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But then I, I, grow, I grew up in 80s. Uh -huh. And I was listening to different stuff and kids in nineties, they love that stuff. Uh -huh. So yeah. but for me, it's like, why, why would you remix, remix that? Yeah. But at the same time, I remix something that somebody else is going to say that shit, you know? I mean, that's how, that, that's mean. how it works. But you asked. <laughs> that's, that's how you it works. Asked. Of course, man, of course. <laughs> so, okay, man, the last thing I want to do, so I put together three words here and I want you to just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word, like just something fast, like the first thing. The first one is afterlife. Life. <laughs> Life? What do you mean? Like the first thing that comes to you, like how do you feel about it? About afterlife? afterlife? Is it something that you... So there was a time that I was, um, be I was, I believed in uh, afterlife. Mm -hmm. Right now, I just think it's the, it's, um, it's just a man's ego. Mm -hmm. Can't wrap the mind, uh, can wrap mind around the thing that uh, someday we will just be gone and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You're kind of hopeless. So I'm more into leaning that way that there is no afterlife, even though it makes me anxious. Okay. That, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Uh, the second one, um, what do you think about TikTok DJs? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's, I don't, there's, a, sound, there, 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 there's a limit, right? There's no, a limit. No, I, mean, no I just sound, I just sound old because they are, they are here. It is what it is. Yeah. They are moving the crowds probably better than I do. Okay. Uh, not with technical skills and the knowledge, yeah. but a different knowledge in the way they do. So it's it just, is what it is, it right? It is what it is. It's here. I can do. I can do nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. But change I don't it. like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Likewise, but it is what it is. You know, in the end, it is what it is. Okay, what is your favorite type of food? Japanese food. Likewise. I love it. I can eat sushi every day. But funny thing, I just eat the salmon nigiri. So when you take me or a friend of mine just takes me nigiri. for dinner, I would have like 30 or 40 pieces of salmon nigiri and that's it. Because of the uh, healthy fats? Not really, because I just like the salmon. I don't really like tuna too much. No. I don't like it, so I just go Fatty for it. Tuna. I'll be like a, toro, toro. I, I, like I'll, be a, I'll be a basic bitch. Oh. <laughs> I love all kinds of sashimi. I uh, I even had uh, fugu, uh, fubu, fugu, fugu, fugu. Uh, the blowfish, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but that uh, one is actually a bit dangerous. They need to make sure that it's good, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, because if it's not in good condition, yeah, I think yeah, you're you're out. You are, but nobody <laughs> does that anymore. Even those those cooks, they have chefs, yeah, they have of course, certificates, of course. you know. Of but it was a little bit uh, kind of. A little bit, I felt a little bit adrenaline, like eating it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make sure it was good, right? So yeah, I love I love sushi. I actually I ate uh, raw fish before I was into cooked uh, fish. Uh huh. Okay. Kind of okay. Story. okay. 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 Yeah, man. I, I love sushi, man. So we're we're matching on that. <laughs> cool, man. Well, uh, great chat with you, man. Thank you for, Thanks, Thanks for taking the time. Me. You know, we're Anytime. gonna do more and more, guys. Thank you for joining. And shout out to Umek number one. Ole, ole. ole. <laughs> Let's have a great time tonight, guys. For tonight sure. in Lisbon, and see ciao, you guys ciao, soon. Ciao. Okay. Take care, guys.